Hiya, pals! <coughs> Hi, pals! And welcome to the Disneyland Paris Show! Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh! Oh, gosh! And now, Disneyland Paris News! The party's over! IP, you pee, we all pee for IP. Frozen assets. That was the news. Um, <laughs> hey, hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. Can you tell that Hugh wrote the headlines this week? <laughs> yes, and you both memorised them, although Lucy, you got, you're slightly wrong. Oh. It was... It was IP, UP, we all scream for IP, but you said we all pee for IP. <laughs> I like mine better. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry about the technical hiccup at the start. Um, I- I'm not going to go into details about it because that just bores me. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I saw somebody in the chat who is going to Disney World on Thursday and now the chat has scrolled up and I don't know who it was, but I'm jealous. Do you know what that means we have to do then? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go straight into the into the chat? Oh gosh, why not? <laughs> Are you ready, Hugh? Yes. Who are they? All about please. <laughs> right, well, today, first in the chat was Was there any <laughs> was, was it doubt. any was it a done was it a done it was the done family ah says yay first in the chat let's um, family done it's keep, keep swapping you know is it Eurovision where you oh no you are allowed to win consecutive years what competitions is it where the winner from last year isn't allowed to compete the following year oh I don't know that, that seems silly to me well it's in the Miss Dance rules but oh. no, indoor dominoes no one here competes in Miss Dance anyway we should stop the duns being first no. Well, I did stop the Dunsbane first last week, and then you went and cancelled the stream and started another one. Oh. Yeah, we had a bad stream. Boo. Boo to you. But second in the chat was Sam. Ooh. Who, who you know, quite graciously said, hello, Dunn family. Uh, Gareth is here. Florida Thursday, Gareth. I know. He's just Man said alive. that it was me. So gels. So uh, gels. Well gel. Aaron has been walking the dog and finishing up a classics episode. Ooh, which one? Where have you got to? Mm. We can't wait for that. No, like, carry on. I, I hope um, it was Oliver and Company if he was walking his I know, dog. He's gone past Oliver and Company. Oh, has he? They, yeah, they've, um, they did that a while ago. You pushed, you pushed through, did you, Aaron? We pushed through. Dan is going to Disneyland Paris in 34 days, stopping what? at the Marvel Hotel for six whole nights. What? Six Woo. nights? And whose kidney did you sell to do that? Are you allowed to stay there for six nights? I know. Come on, I know. <laughs> Hello also to Anne and Daisy who says 99 sleeps till our trip to DLP. Oh, I love it when you break the 100 mark. It's Does it feel special when you break the 100 mark? 10 more weeks for Sam. It says uh, somehow it seems less time than 70 days. Oh. Uh, and then uh, next in the chat was me, who said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello oh, to Kiva, you. who is uh, 56 sleeps away. Jimmy's here, as is Sugar Sweet Samantha. Wits Wanderlust, Moritz, just got back from DLP. Dreams was magical, says Moritz. Oh. Uh, hi to John and Pamela. Um, Pamela asks how the countdown's coming along. I think uh, we're finding out now, aren't we? Katia is here, as is Andrew, who says just made it. Mm-hmm. You did. Well done. Joanne, evening all. Hello to Emma and Mark Chester. Hakuna Matata, says Mark. Linda is also here. Been watching for a bit. First time chatting. Ooh. <laughs> Going to DLP in June. Hello to Team Confetti. Help make content, Linda. Help make content. <laughs> Sugar Sweet Samantha asks a question. Did I say Sugar Sweet Mama earlier? I thought, I thought that's what it sounded like. Sugar Sweet Samantha. Yeah, I've just got a, a weird memory of me saying that wrong. Uh, <laughs> Sugar Sweet Samantha <laughs> says, I wonder That's if anyone the here. Fans handle. I wonder if anyone here can answer me this. I have very few friends that like to go to DLP as much as I do. Is there a group or something where people can meet and go on solo meetup trips? Ooh. I, there is, and I don't, I can't remember what it is, but I know there, there are, yeah. I'm going to try and look into this for you because I know when I first realised that there was like an online world for Disney fans. I remember some people on Twitter kind of doing a bit of a a, co- a sort of singles club where yeah, they would, yeah, where they'd kind of like buddy up and share hotel rooms and stuff. Oh, but I can't nice. remember much about it because obviously I don't know, it was a dim with me. 
So I didn't need Sorry. it. Sorry. But I think it does exist. We will look into that. That's an in- mm. going to be an interesting topic if I can find out about that. And also we have Scottish Claire, Linda, Cheryl, um, who is Nate? Question mark. And, um, and Claire and Sarah and Bergie Boy and Pauline. I think we're done. Uh-huh. And Roz and Angie. Pauline. And David. Pauline. That's it. That's everyone. Aaron said they were watching the Looking Back episode where we went back over everything. Oh. And also said that um, The Wild was a very interesting episode. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched the film, but I feel bad for you guys needing to watch it. Oh, please don't watch, watch it. it. Oh, no, really. don't do. watch it. Don't watch it's, it. No, really don't watch it. Is it? We all know there is a genre that is so bad it's good. And that's why these guys love the, ho- the Star Wars holiday no, special so much. It's good. No, it's not. Well, oh, why would you it's even not. say that? <laughs> Sugar Sweet Samantha so, says, just call me Sam, but uh, I'm going to stick to Sugar Sweet Mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the question is, mm. is the wild so bad it's enjoyable? Or is it just a waste of two it, hours of your life. It's got clocks in it. I think that, that speaks for itself, really. Once they started playing clocks, that's when I... Checked out. Proverbially... Uh, proverb, proverbially? Proverbially. Proverbially tore <laughs> up my paper and threw my book, my notebook aside. Was there some Italian-American alligators in a sewer? Did I remember that Weren't right? Weren't there some offensive pigeons? There were some offensive <laughs> pigeons, yeah. I'm there was serious. a very offensive uh, Kiefer Sutherland as well. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> clocks was in it as well. And clocks, you can't get over that, I, I can really you? Can't, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. I I, uh, I shouted at the television when I saw that. <laughs> but anyway, um, can I just say? Oh yes. Um, it's been Easter, hasn't it? It has. And hey. do you know what Easter means? Chocolate. What? Loads and loads of our uh, listener-struck viewers have been to mm. DLP, and we've had four trip reports plus. Have we? Plus. Stan Solo, whose show we went on um, a few weeks ago, has sent us three vlogs, one for each day of his trip to DLP. So we're going to play those one a week for the next three weeks because mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to give him too much airtime. Um, <laughs> yeah, get your own podcast. Oh, he does. But, but can I just say as well, before before we go into important stuff like news and things, those of you who have sent trip reports have been very good at sticking to the thousand word limit. <laughs> um, and that's, that's going to make it an absolute joy to read these out later. <laughs> Go on, over to you. That's fantastic. Bit of news then? Should we do a bit of news? One bit of news, and that is ration, and then <laughs> and then we're going to have something to drink. That okay. sounds like a plan. I sound like I've been drinking. No, I'm you not. Do. I've I've been busy bibliophiling. Bibliotheking. <laughs> Bibliographing and things like that today. So Hugh has done the news, so I know nothing of Hughes this. Hugh's news. So I'm handing it over to Hugh's for the news. Yep. Yep. Well, <laughs> the first headline was the party's over. And I only heard about this today. The 2023 Halloween and New Year's Eve parties are being cancelled uh, at Disneyland yeah. Paris. Yeah. Regular guests will instead be offered extended opening hours and an enhanced experience. Yes. Now, let's prophesize before we decide whether we're happy or not about this. And I just think I, the word prophesize wrong. Let's speculate on why this might be. My first thought was not economically viable as in it costs more to put on than they are bringing in but then I also thought it might be down to some kind of regulations they might be struggling with local because I know they have to use soundless fireworks anyway and I don't know why might this be well do you know what I thought my immediate thought was from a very personal point of view was thank god if I go on Halloween again I'm not going to get kicked out at 8 o'clock when I've paid for a full day ticket mm. and the park's supposed to be up until 11 so yep. that other people can turn up after work and, and creep in and get to do all this amazing stuff. So well, that's for me, great for you, but the thing is, from Disney's point of view, is you paid the same price for that ticket, but they got to kick you out and then charge people again to come in later yeah. on. So, I mean, I, they're not. All, we'd love to think they're all about pleasing the guests, but that's not the case, is I it? I think they had a lot of problem with people not managing to see characters this year and like yeah. queuing problems. So these probably caused problems with that. I can't imagine it's great. Honestly and truthfully, you're right. Mm. You're right. Maybe that maybe that isn't part of it. But then you must look at the number of people who are staying in their hotels who are who've got full day tickets and. They must have a lot of people unhappy about that situation. They must do. They must have people not realise. Why, why would you... Not, not being funny, but why would you book to go on New Year's Eve to not be in the park 
at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. So then why would you have to pay a supplement? It's ridiculous. It's mm. utterly ridiculous. Well and and this prompted us this week to yeah. have a look at Halloween for this year. Now we're not mm. going, but but we we thought we'd have a look and see. Um, yeah. and right up until three o'clock this afternoon when I said, Yeah, we can't really afford it this year. Um Laura and I were pretty set on the fact that we were gonna go at Halloween this year. But oh. and because of this, because of it. So. Because you wouldn't get kicked out. Well, opinion is divided not well, only here, something different. but everywhere. Um, because half of the people are kind of saying, yeah. you know, they're really surprised. It's a big money maker. Like, where's this come from? Why? What's going on? Um, oh no, I wanted to go that. And the other half are saying, well, good, as you said originally, Chris, uh, because you know some of these after-hour parties can be a little chaotic. Some people have said, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's exclusive. You know, not only are you kicked out, we were once kicked out at like some side exit. Oh no, that's exactly it. The magic is gone. They just go, do you know what? You guys clear off. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not bothered we're about you anymore. We're about about these pe- people who've paid extra. Mm. Get out. Thing is, I've always wanted to go to one and I'm like, oh no, they're not going to do them anymore. I won't get to go to them. But they are still doing like the annual pass holders things. They're not saying they're not doing it though. They're, what What... What they're saying is we're not going to have to go through the logistics of kicking out an entire park's worth of people to let an entire park's worth of people in. You can just I stay. I wonder, yeah. now that they sell exclusively dated tickets, um, I wonder if Halloween day tickets are going to be a lot more expensive and New Year's Eve day tickets are going to be a lot more expensive. Absolutely. To account for the fact that they're saying they're having extra offerings and extended hours yeah, on if those it, days. Yeah, if it's an enhanced experience, I imagine there must be some extra cost there because then everyone's going to want to... There's mm. another thing as well, isn't there, which is that if you're a an annual pass holder, for instance, and I know that they've stopped, but there's still a lot of them. If you're an annual pass holder and you can't get a ticket for the day for Halloween, you can still potentially get a ticket for the night. So that mm. in itself seems a bit, bit stupid and backward as well, doesn't it? Or you might book your annual pass ticket for the day and there might not be any tickets left for the night, so you can't go. Mm. So unless... It, I don't know... The, it doesn't make sense to me the way it is at the moment, so I don't think it's a bad thing. Either way, it's a pretty sense. sudden development, right, guys? Mm. Mm. And hot off the heels of, of stopping annual passes as well. Well, the yeah. other thing is... There's some stuff. It's kicking off. It is. The other thing is, for years and years, um, they only had one Halloween party. And for the last two years, or was it one before the pandemic and then last year, they had two. They had one on the Friday night before and then one on Halloween as well. So I thought, if anything, they were extending the Halloween party offerings. Mm. I thought they might get a bit more like Walt Disney World where they did. Well, they did. Doing in August. Well, <laughs> it's got ridiculous at Walt Disney World. But let's say they, it's sta- always Halloween. they started it at the beginning of October and had two a week all the way through October if they could sell them. Um, but no. They've just stopped them, and I am colour me shocked because it's not often they throw money away. I get what you're saying about unhappy guests, but I can't. If if this was a profitable endeavour, I can't imagine them caring. If the, the park's still full though, mm. and there's things going on, then people are still going to spend money. The the parks are f- like it's, it's a black day. The park is full anyway. So you're saying that this will happen differently. The only thing they're missing out on is the 50 quid per ticket that they would have been getting. Mm, and like you say, mm. they, could be, they could end up charging more on those days full stop anyway. I think they have to. Aaron says, I'm down for this. It seems stupid to have to rely on both getting a booking around Halloween or New Year and being able to buy a party ticket. Agreed. Uh, Jonathan Cheesewipe says, my wife said you used to be able to get Donna Kebab in the park. Yes, oh, you did. Uh, Hakuna Matata. Is she having me on? He, he just retracted it as I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You could until literally a couple of weeks ago. And then they changed the menu to Hakuna Matata. But they had the sense not to call them a Donna Kebab. They called it a King's Feast. There was something suspicious about that. As I was reading it, it got retracted. <laughs> I think that's Cheese Swipe as well, by the way. Not Cheese Wipe. Oh, Cheese's Wipe. Oh, Cheese Swipe. Okay, yeah. It, yeah. You could, it does read as Cheese's Wipe. Well, maybe it's that. <laughs> hey, well, it does. Cheese yeah. Tell us, Jonathan. There's other examples of websites having rude things in by accident because of that phenomenon, isn't there? <laughs> Claire says the New Year's Eve party shocked me more than anything. Oh, mm-hmm. do tell. Uh, Sarah says maybe the midnight bit was too scary uh, on Halloween. Maybe. Um, maybe, like you say, they need to finish earlier. Kira, I'm not sure what you're saying. She says, I feel like DLP is trying to bring itself more in line with the US parks and 2023 is the transition period. So, if, if it's more in line with the US parks, Kira, you mean like a month or more of parties 
Um, and then they're just <laughs> using this as a way of kind of a reset. But I don't a know segue. why they would do it this way. But, you know, they've never done Christmas parties at DLP of any kind. It's always been mm-hmm. in, in season. Um, and they do, again, months of Christmas parties at Walt Disney World. So I don't know. Who knows? Hey, guys. Who does know? Maybe Michael knows who is uh, watching live for the first time. <gasps> oh, hey, Hi, Michael. Michael. <laughs> uh, Jonathan says, sorry, I was embarrassed about my kebab addiction. That's why he <laughs> was retracted. That um, was that was my meal of choice sorry in Disneyland for calling Paris. You. And I'm gutted it's Jesus wipe as well. Gutted. Bring back the season of the force, says the Dunn family. Yes. Hey, amen. Yes. We, mm. lo- um, we loved that. I'm thirsty. <gasps> ah, yeah. Hey, ole, it's your time. All together. Listeners might not know, but I was shaking my head from side to side, and I will feel that in the neck in the morning, and I'll I'll be like, oh, what have I done? Because that's what happens when you... Over 40. Get into your 40s. Uh, today, we're going to be having... Uh, we've ch- done something like this before, Chris. You brought some. Uh, it's, uh, it's zero sugar. What the Fanta? What the Fanta? It's, it's iridescent. Oh. Scan and guess the flavour. I don't like things where I don't know what the flavour is. I mean, it looks grape, doesn't it? On, on glance, it looks grape. And Eight. I imagine if you read the, the, the ingredients, it'll tell you what it is. Eight servings. Anyway, um, you be... Talking. Um, <laughs> we had an interesting conversation on uh, on WhatsApp this week about what happens when you turn 40, didn't we? <laughs> yes. And the fact that we're both basically bit, falling to pieces. Bit start falling off, yeah. You like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it was a very enjoyable conversation. Nice. Um, um, no what is today. that? Here you are. I almost got straws. Um, I don't know what that flavour is. It's quite unremarkable, it's actually. food colouring, that's what it is. Eh. No, it tastes pink. Hmm. It's purple in colour, but it tastes pink. I'm telling you now, it tastes pink. Sarah Curry says, having never visited the actual tiki room, when we visit in a couple of weeks' time, I will refuse to believe that there was was ever a different version of that jingle. (laughs) I love... The Tiki Room. Like, I love... I mean, I liked it when I first went in it. I'm like, oh, this is a cool attraction. And then I found myself hankering to go back. Gets better. And then this time when we went, I was like... I sat there in there going, I just love it in here. I absolutely love it. We did it twice. It was the last thing. You went down on Main Street, so you'd already done it. And me and Bonnie went into it. And it was the last thing we did on this trip. And did it tear you? It teared me. No, what, what... What doesn't help is walking out past the castle and there's some like music playing that's really like like emotional and that's when Bonnie starts crying, bless her. Because she's so sad to be leaving. Mm. Yeah. And it and like it gets me upset then because uh, she's she's distraught when we're when we're leaving. She's not I always say this. <laughs> she's not brattily going, Oh, I don't wanna go. She's like she's heartbroken to be leaving and it just it breaks your heart. And she says she says things that make you cry like but we've just had such a lovely time together and stuff like that. And you're like, oh my goodness. Sarah says, was it the up music? It wasn't. It was some kind of parade music. Oh, but it's all about dreams and wishes and mm, the magic yeah. in your heart and, you know, Gets those you things. Mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, vanilla, a lot of vanilla. Mm. Are you talking about the music or the... Yeah. The, the, yeah. I, I think it's quite vanilla Okay. I'm getting something. Yeah, I think you're right. It's cream sodery, isn't it? It's cream sodery. That's true. Mm. But maybe a little hint of cherry, maybe something like that in it. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Fruity soda. Who knows? There's a lot of love for the tiki room, but I have to say, Alid, you're wrong. Oh, what's that? He says, mystery flavours, the only permissible things are Bertie Bott's every flavoured beans. Oh my word, there's some actually foul (laughs) It's Bertie Bott's, I think it's PTSD from Bertie Bott's every flavoured beans that has put me off trying new things that I don't know what they are. I like I, I get it in the films and in the and in the books. I get it. I understand that they have them and, and yeah, I got an earwax, earwax one once or whatever. Why would you put those actually into sweets? Exactly. It's fun. I vomit, like it. Vomit flavour and, and um, yeah, things I, like this. Yeah, the vomit the, one's awful. The vomit one. The earwax one ain't that bad. I'm sure there's an egg one, which is grim. I had some uh, dog food flavoured jelly beans once. But Ooh. They were bad. <laughs> oh. Bad. I'm scarred from it. Scarred. Anyway, next bit of news. Yes. I, IP, UP, we all P 
apparently, for IP. Um, Pizzeria Bella, Bella Notte opens up a new room. Now, I thought they were just changing the whole restaurant. I thought, what? But it's already IP No, they got themed. rid of the gelato, gelato place. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, That's what it yeah. is. So there's a new room called Portoroso, inspired by Luca. Uh, mm. DLP report photos exist. Do we want to see some? Shall I bring some up? If you, if you get them up. You can. Whilst I yeah. just go grumpy on the fact that, um, why are they getting rid of an ice cream stand? Well, they, Why? A beautiful. Got, it hasn't been open for ages. And the little um, the little calf place outside the um, Alice's Curious Labyrinth now does ice creams anyway. So I know, but it doesn't do gelato. Scoop. It doesn't do scoop. No. Hand-scooped ice cream, does it? No, but it, 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 does, does, it does nice ice creams, though. Um, squirty cream. Very Instagrammable ice creams that everybody loves. So I, I think it's a fair replacement. And also, they need more space in some of these places. They just do. Mm, they true, just need more space. True, true. I'm just bitter because I can't eat tomato. I'm, I know you're looking for the pictures, but I, can I just say, I'm liking it. Um, I was talking to Hugh before the show about the fact that, that I don't feel generally that Pixar belongs in the main park. Personally, it's, I just don't think it does. However, this place looks absolutely brilliant. My only criticism of it is I don't think they needed to slap a big picture of Luca in the middle of the wall. Apart from that, I, I like the theming. It's fantastic. It got a real nice feel to it. You, you can go in there and go, oh, this, this is from Luca. Like, you don't need a picture of Luca there in front of you to tell yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. My initial response to all this is like, oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. But if it's subtly done like this is, um, then I think it's great. Now, I had to find these via. Oh, so this is... You D- need to look to see it. This is um, DLP report. Um, WDW pictures mm. on the WDW News Today website. Ah, okay. You see, uh, because when I looked on the so we're, t- on we're the, on the, doing on the third-hand Twitter, reporting here. When I looked on the Twitter feed, um, they seem to be uh, all separate, but um, they've been collated here. So check out the DLP report um, if you're listening. As always, yes. As always. Uh, so yeah, but it's, it's kind of subtly done. It's based on like a uh, like a fisherman's workshop is the theme. Hmm. Mm. That's so right. I, I really like the look of it. I do I find like it, it interesting, though, that, that what is predominantly a pizzeria now has a whole room dedicated to a fish shop. Because mm. you can't go in there and get any seafood. True. It, mm. that, that in itself is a little bit strange. I would but that, like that's it. the bit that I'm not so keen on. So, so this here, this it's, picture of... I, yeah. I understand why it's there. But for me, that kills the theming because it suddenly becomes, you might not know what this is, so we're going to stick a massive picture here to tell you. Yeah. What about what looks like a shortbread? Oh, we <laughs> love a shortbread. Is the Nutella inside? Is there? I, I would... You know it. <laughs> I would gamble, yes. Now, it's four euros. I have a question. Whoa. First of all, I really enjoyed Luca the film. I really did. But it hasn't, uh, doesn't seem to have gained much traction in toys, merch, no. etc. Is this going to seem irrelevant in five years, five to ten years? I don't. Are we going to be like, I Luke don't mind if it's a smaller film like this. It's not. I didn't really rate the film to be honest. Um, I did. I liked it. I enjoyed it. If it was like a huge film, uh, then the IP would be really like apparent because it's like a quieter smaller film mm-hmm. it kind of keeps the IP overlay thing kind of subtle I, I, I don't mind actually and I'm, I'm generally against this shoveling on of IP like just covering everything with IP speaking of shoveling on of IP and I know this has been mentioned in the chat as well yes. how are you feeling about the impending doom that is about to befall Fuente de Laura well uh, you've just shown <laughs> your cards there Christopher <laughs> no right well my, my cards are this my cards are um it's had it's had Dante outside it and the and the cone obviously as well the cone of shame um, for on many many occasions in the past and I've I've always felt that that worked really really well I don't see the need to change the name of the restaurant in order to theme it it's going to be called Casa de Coco Restaurant de Familia so there you go straight away they're going yeah. we're going to name this after the film I, it, it doesn't need to be that feels, that's what I don't like I don't want to say an insult to the guests but it. Patronizing. It's it's like yeah. they don't um, have give much star to the audience's intelligence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now having a Mexican themed restaurant with those um, 
the paper story bunting there must be a special name for it you know the you know the type i mean i know what you mean yeah, yeah. having having that kind of decoration and having it, some of those coco designs which are quite recognizable having dante there i'm down with all that theming but i agree with the name of i don't think it has to be as blatant as it is um basically and i think that the mm. And also, you're going to have the, the shop next door selling all the cocoa-themed stuff anyway, like it already does. So if you've got the kids who are mad for it, they'll get the idea. Mad for it. Mad, <laughs> mad for it. I just... We've got worlds of Pixar. Worlds of Pixar. And then all all the Pixar restaurants, are, apart from um, Remi, uh, for, for Chef Remy's place, mm-hmm. are all in the other park. Mm. That That's what doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, it feels like... If you're gonna have an area that's dedicated to something, then the stuff for that some for that place should be in that place and not mm. not somewhere else. They take they're getting rid of the cartoon. They've got rid of the Toon Town thing, haven't they? Well, I'm yes. going to, and they're replacing that with more Pixar well, stuff. A new Toon Plaza, an immersive experience featuring Pixar favorites, old and new, including a raised platform. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but here's my thing: Frontierland is currently within reason ip free i'll just take you through it you've got phantom manor silver spur steakhouse uh last chance cafe lucky nugget and then you've got the um shooting gallery the, the mercantile the shooting gallery mm-hmm. uh thunder mountain it's not until you get to Pope hunter's playground round the riverboat the round uh, you've ra- got ride. the ri- riverboat yeah. ride and it, it's a fully immersive themed land yep without the need for ip and i i think that the management's like i say it's just it's patronizing to the audience thinking that we need that um they're gonna sell us it anyway they can make money out of it in the shop and they can put the figures here and the characters there and so on but to actually begin to ingrain it into the land i think is a massive shame now you've kind of got it in reverse in Adventureland because Pirates of the Caribbean became an IP, not the other way around. You do have an Aladdin's Passage, um, but we, we were doing all right there. Is it Hakuna Matata? Can, okay, so you've got a bit not more Aladdin's, in Adventureland. Not Aladdin's Passage. Mm. Uh, no, not Aladdin's Passage. Oh yeah, that is there. Yeah, yeah in Adventureland. Yeah, for some for some reason there, I thought it was in Hollywood Studios, and I know it's not. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So actually, you've got quite a... a and Swiss Family Robinson Swiss Family is Robinson. technically an Indiana Jones. So yeah, okay, I'll take it back. You've, you've got it... <laughs> in Adventureland, you've got quite a lot, but in, in Frontierland, it, it's a genuine example of what a Disney theme park can do that's that doesn't rely so heavily on There's the films. There's things afoot in Florida though as well, isn't there? <gasps> yes. Yeah. Well, if you if you if you trust the scoopers, mm-hmm. if you trust the scoopers, the stuff going on, they're getting rid of Frontierland. Did you know? All oh, right. Okay. And just turning it into New Orleans. There's one square. more bit of uh, news. In this, uh, there's there's going to be an addition of a new show called Together, a mm. Pixar musical adventure coming to the Studio Theatre in yeah. uh, the studios in summer. It's going to be a half-hour show featuring a live orchestra Ooh. and five scenes from the Pixar catalogue. I know Monsters, Inc. was mentioned, but I uh, don't know what else. Sounds so, good. Uh, that'd be, that'd, that I think that sounds, sounds good. really good, yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. I love a show. Which one's the studio theatre? It's the one that was doing the Marvel one, not the one that was doing Mickey Ma- and the Magician, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I do often get those mixed up. I think the Animagique one is the one with Mickey and Magician. Studio Theatre is the one with Marvel. Yes, I think you're right. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so this is the one with Marvel. But yeah. no longer Marvel, because Marvel now has its own land. And presumably, did we see something was going on around the stunt show area? Did I imagine that? I've not seen that. It's I don't know, out. but have you seen this? Uh, have you seen this? You've heard about this? The video that uh, Disney Engineering uh, Imagineering's released showing the Frozen. This is the next bit of news. The the mm. Frozen uh, construction. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's looking no. good. Have you not seen it's it? It's looking big. I've been this busy. This would be right up your street. You'd have been there with your maps. Out. I don't miss that. You know, oh, you used to get your maps out. I loved my map. <laughs> have you seen this? You've heard about this? Uh, just go on YouTube, which you're probably already on. Um, not now. Do it later, won't you? Uh, <laughs> j- wait. Um, and just look up Disney Imagineering uh, Frozen Land. I, I, oh. did, I, I did tweet it earlier today, um, so you can find it on the uh, what's the date today? Sixteenth, 
Sunday the 16th of April, the tweet, I tweeted a link to it. You've got everyone excited about the stunt show. Yeah, all I think it was <laughs> is there was some aerial, aerial photos or drone footage of the fact that they'd ripped some stuff out, which made people think that they were going to do something with it construction-wise. But it may also be that they've had to rip it out for maintenance reasons. They, they cleaned it all up, haven't they, a couple of months yeah. ago? Yeah. Got, got rid of all the green from the... Jungle Book jive or well, something that, that never happened. That's it. That's what got people going, ooh, what they're doing? They're doing mm. things. And I think a, a, a bit after that, they ripped some of the like structure out. But if you've got something like that that isn't been maintained and has got hydraulics and stuff, which mm. I believe it did, they might have needed to rip it out. But it did get everybody on Twitter very excited. But I think the stadium is still there. And that in itself, it was like a thousand, a thousand seat stadium, mm. wasn't it? I forget how big it was because we've it got massive. We've got a video of Bonnie there, and I said, "How many people do you think are here?" And she goes, "Uh, like, like a hundred <laughs> when she was about three. But the thing is, <laughs> two even. I while ever that that stadium's there, I I think they're gonna they have to make some kind of show. It would just be such a waste of that kind of space in that location. The theming is ready made. I don't know. But no, I'm sorry to disappoint, guys. I don't, I don't think anything is happening with it. But there was a bit of a flurry on Twitter because it looked like think something was happening. Excuse my wind. Have you seen the concept art and stuff for the Disneyland Hotel that they showed this week as well? I haven't. Ah, there's, there's a nice picture of the... Uh, I want to call it a foyer. That's not what it's called, though, is it? What's it called? The, the big open bit at the bottom of the staircase. Atrium. Hall. <laughs> the hallway with uh, Tiana and Naveen greeting guests and stuff. And it's just, it just all looks really nice mm. and pretty grand. Mm-hmm. And the, they've announced as well, haven't they, that is it Moana and Tiana and Raya are going to be themes for some of the rooms. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Mm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Raya, another good film. Flown under the radar. And it's opening in 2024, isn't it? They've actually good. They've committed to that now, I believe. I believe they've committed to the I'll believe Hotel it when they start taking bookings. Are they taking bookings? Well, if not yet, but if the Marvel Hotel's anything to go by, that started sort of like the May time, didn't it, before it opened? Is that right? May yeah. Before it opened. The thing then? is, wasn't, okay, my memory is terrible. Wasn't there a thing where they took bookings and gave an open date and then had to push it back by two months and refund and rebook everybody mm. for the Marvel one? No, because we booked ours on the... Um, when we booked it, obviously, we didn't stay there in the end, but we we booked it and there was no need to move it. Oh, oh maybe earlier bookings did, though, potentially. I might... You might be right. Have a blanket. I, I don't recall this. that. You might be right. I, I do think, though, that it was all right amongst all the COVID stuff, wasn't it? So that probably didn't help matters. <laughs> yeah, the timescales was... And they were opening and closing like yo-yos as well, yeah. weren't they, at the time? Yep. Hi, Morgan. Morgan's just joined. Just got back from DLP two weeks ago and it was so fun. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. We live in the US and have never been. I love to hear of US travellers coming over to what I feel like is our park. Our little mini European, perfectly formed diamond of a park. Well, as I said earlier, we've got a video of a Canadian who's just been over here and is... uh, We do. ...has just arrived back in Canada. We do indeed. Yeah. Well, we can play that if you want. Should we play that now? Do you want to do Before that we do now? the last okay. piece of news? We'll give ourselves well, we've done a bit all of the news, haven't we? Yeah, I think we have done all the news, yeah. What was the frozen thing? Oh, yeah. It's a brief one. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to press this. Audience trip roundup. I'm going to tell you we've got a bunch of, of uh, reviews, but we're going to start with stands because that'll give our voices a bit of a rest for a minute. Yep. And so have a bit of a listen or a watch to what stands have to say about his day one. <laughs> Hey, Chris, Lucy, and Hugh, uh, and as well as friends of the Disneyland Show podcast. Stan Solo here from the Solo Show and the Grand Circle Tour podcast. I'm sitting here in the restaurant in Cheyenne. I just finished having a wonderful buffet breakfast. And I just want to do a quick review of the uh, first day at Disneyland Paris and Disney Studios. Is that what they call Disney Studios? Um, as you may or may not know, I'm a Disney World fan. I uh, go to Disney World often, uh, Disneyland a couple of times in California. So I kind of, I don't know, I don't hate to compare, but it's hard not to. Now, having said that, this is my own honest review. Uh, these are my own opinions, so if you don't like them, I'm sorry. But 
Uh, after, when we start first off, say the park was absolutely beautiful. Uh, the castle is magical. I think it's the most magical castle I've ever seen. Uh, I still have to go in, going back to a couple more days, and we see the dragon and the labyrinth and stuff like that. The stitch show I didn't get a chance to see. But I had a string of bad luck <laughs> this whole first day. Uh, went to do rope drop Peter Pan, and it went down. They ex exited, didn't get into the attraction at all. Did the canal boats, it broke down while I was in line, I had to leave the canal boats. Um, after that I did Pirates of the Caribbean, I did uh, Phantom Manor twice. Absolutely love, love, love Phantom Manor, it was, it was so good. The whole park has amazing theming, uh, but the weird thing for me anyways is the uh, Lion King show being in Adventureland or Frontierland, it just doesn't seem to fit there. Having said that, The Lion King show was amazing. I just loved that show. It, it was so, so good. Much, I preferred over the one in Walt Disney World, uh, hands down. The uh, drone show, uh, or I should say, before I get to the drone show, went to, um, for breakfast, for dinner at uh, Chef Reddy, and uh, so, so good. Uh, I mean, the meal was great, the meal was good. But the service I had, the cast member I had that, that, that uh, was serving me, she was phenomenal. Probably one of the best cast members I've ever had at a restaurant. Uh, so, so good. I actually I got a picture of her name tag. I got a picture of her. I'm going to have to send it a, a nice complimentary letter uh, about her. She made the meal that much better. It, it made, it made it a great meal into an awesome meal. The drone show... <laughs> There was no drones. They, uh, just before they went live, they said that the drones were kind of canceled. I wish you would have told us earlier I would have zipped across to um, Disneyland and watched that one. Because I only have so much time here, and I want to be able to catch both shows. So now tonight, do I go to the drone show and hope that it's going to be the drones? Or do I see the Disneyland Paris show? I don't know. I guess we're going to try the drones again, because I really, really want to see that one. I've never seen a drone show before. Uh, then... The next day, I'll do Disneyland Paris, regardless of what, and see their fireworks spectacular. But overall, I had a great time. Uh, Hotel Cheyenne, I, had a, I, I was really tired. I didn't get here till like 11 o'clock when I was finally checking in, because I went straight to the parks off the train. Uh, the cast member that checked me in, a little bit snarky, but I think it was all humor. It was, I think it was just the way she delivered it. And I could see, it, it was matching my type of humor. Like I work in, in customer service and I'm a little bit snarky occasionally with my customers as well. Uh, I got the furthest possible building, almost the furthest possible room. I asked her, do you have anything further? Is there anything you can get me that's further away than this one, please? And she said, you know what? I could put a cot right here beside my, my desk and you can, you can stay in this, this cot. I was almost tempted to say, well, does it come with a shower? Because I really didn't, at that point in time, I didn't feel like walking to the other ends of the earth to uh, get to my room. But honestly, it wasn't that bad. Um, the room is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's so well-themed. Uh, I love all the little amenities. I am surprised there's no fridge in the room. I, was, I brought like, water, bottles of water, and now they're not cold. A fridge in the room would be nice. A coffee maker would be nice as well. Neither one of those are in the room. Kind of surprising, but I get my coffee here uh, at breakfast, so... That's fine. Uh, overall, I'm having a great, great time, though. I hope they have better luck today. And um, if I have time, I'll do another video for day two. Thank you for uh, watching the Disneyland Paris show. And check out the solo show on Grand Circle Tour podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Actually, have a magical day. Isn't Aww. he a nice chap? Um, you know, with all these problems with things shutting down, he also emailed me straight after he'd sent this video to say, I completely forgot to say, I also got taken off Ratatouille in the first room. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Not first day. That's, See, that's, I've... <laughs> bad luck. Really is. It's not normal, is it? No, I've never been walked off anything in Disneyland Paris, and we've been a oh, lot. I've been walked off a couple of things at Walt Disney World, but you had to get walked off the worst one hyperspace mountain hyperspace mountain mm. so you have to get climbed off don't you when you when that happens were you upside down at the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were we were sideways no we, uh, we just got to the, well the top i think they deliberately stop it mm. somewhere decent at least don't they yeah um so stan's done us a second video and he's done us a third video as well so uh with a thought first in a series yeah mm. we'll serialize them um so next week we'll show you 
um, day two, which means you'll get to find out whether or not you got to see that drone show. So that was a new hope. Yeah, we, we were. <laughs> yeah, we, we were chuckling at the snarky um, <laughs> person at the hotel. I'm not. I'm not entirely. It's sure. all part of the flavor. <laughs> it sounds like they just. They, 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 she, she just had like a wry sense of humor. Yeah, it sounded like it to me. Yeah, you know, like oh, I can set up a cot here. You can sleep. You know, you know. It's, but but then you know, conversely, he's had one of the best cast members he's ever had at a restaurant. In Paris. Mm. Do you know, funnily enough, we've only eaten at Remy's once and my memory of it is, well, I, I would say mediocre food for the price, amazing theming, but we loved our cast member. We loved her. And she was like... Can't remember. Well, there was three three tables quite close together and um, she was speaking Spanish to one, uh, oh, du- Dutch to another and then English to us. And cling on to us. And then she came, she came over to us and started speaking Spanish when oh I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry wrong language right oh, and then yeah. carried on oh I forgot where and, I was but I mean <laughs> and then we started set, like I started questioning her on that and I, she was just so lovely but she was humorous and kind in three languages she has <laughs> she herself was Dutch I presume she could speak French as well um, but she was speaking Dutch Spanish and English when we met her my, my so experience of of uh of Dutch people when I used to Eurocamp a lot as a kid was that the, their multilingual skills are phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely. It's when when someone is that level of proficient that they can change language mid-sentence. And you know what I mean? That kind of the just mm. genuinely multilingual, not trying to speak a different... Anyway, I'm getting off on one. But yeah, we had an amazing <laughs> cast member there as well. Bergie Boy says, Stan is a legend... He is a legend. And if you want to listen to his show or watch his show, uh, does he watch it? No, it's listen, isn't it? If you want to listen to his show, um, check out the Stan Solo Show, the Solo Show. Um, it's available on, on all podcasting places. I'll try and put a link in the chat tomorrow when I uh, when I sort this all out and when I put the podcast out as well. So if you're interested, have a listen. We yeah. really enjoyed going on his show, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. It, was, uh, it was good fun. It was a really good chat. It was. He, he comes from the cold place. <laughs> he just and I was very fascinated by how cold it is. What, what I like about this video and the other two, because I've seen them as well, is that we're getting a perspective from somebody who, as you were saying before, isn't someone who's regularly over here and this isn't his park. It's mm. not his park. Because mm. there's a very, very different um, feel to Paris than to Walt Disney World. And I'm often real, I'm re- well, I'm always really interested to know how people find it. Because if they think they come into. California or Walt Disney World just uh, you know with a different language or some different food the wrong it's a different place and yeah to, I'm just interested mm-hmm. really interested how they find it so I've got a bunch of other trip reports so I'm going to do um, Helen and Sarah's now um, I was going to say something but I've forgotten what I was going to say before I started it so I'm just going to read it anyway and, and I'll pretend that I didn't just say all this bit now it's just wasted 30 seconds in the show <laughs> Well, I'm going to interrupt you again. Team Confetti says, proud to be Dutch. Well, we're proud to have you here, Team Confetti. (laughs) And we love Dutch people. They're always lovely. Apart from Max Verstappen. That, but that's because I'm an F1 Is that fo- football? <laughs> Is that a football person? Formula One. Formula One. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, and I don't really dislike Good we're guess. Not, we're not sports people. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. This is from Sarah Clipston. Helen and I absolutely love 37 Disney Street. Helen, a.k.a. Nell, listens to you while she's working and you're my company on my way home from work. We've Aww. tried not to make our report too long. We can see Hugo rolling his eyes. But we really enjoy your listeners' reports, so wanted to contribute. Yeah, what was that? Because uh, right, I, re- so I read that, but I didn't understand which, which, which bit I was so rolling as, my eyes at. As soon as, uh, as soon as Sarah had sent this email, I got another email with the subject, Sorry, Hugh. <laughs> it was just a typo. But, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but right. you, yeah, okay. But you saw that on our um, message. So I roll my eyes. Go on, roll your eyes. <laughs> We've tried not to make our reports. Oh, I've just said that. <laughs> so here goes. Sisters trip reports, April 2nd to 5th. Annual pass holders and lucky to be on our third trip within the year. Stayed at Camp Davy, perfect for the five of us. The first day was a bit grey and cold, but the rest of, of the stay was beautiful. We didn't book any restaurants this time as we wanted to enjoy the snacks. My favourite was a Stormtrooper waffle covered in Nutella. Yes! And then there's a, a <laughs> smiley face that looks like this. Yeah. L- licking its lips. Yep, My favourite DLP snack, word up. A slice of heaven She's sitting in the sun. easily pleased, aren't you? A slice of heaven sitting in the sun behind Space Mountain with a coffee and my feet up. How long did it take you to get the coffee? That's what I want to know. Five euros on its own or eight with the coffee. 
We can't recommend the Mad Hatter's themed ice creams enough. Wow. We had cups of delicious ice cream with two rich brownies and a generous sprinkle of nuts. Wonderland ice cream and a cone with heaps of popcorn and caramel unbirthday ice cream. The one, the Wonderland one's got a little, got the, the knock, door knocker on it. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I saw a video of uh, Magical by Sarah eating one of those today. Yeah, there you are. Um, both uh, both well worth five euros each. The only drawback was the queue because they are so good. Uh, we also tried the new hot dogs from Marvel Fantastic Truck. 11 euros. The incredible dog with cheese, bacon, onion, mustard and tomato sauce. Really nice. More than a snack. Delicious. As recommended by Magical by Sarah. Good call. It's two, it's two mentions within 30 seconds. Yeah, there you are. Friend of the show. I just I just want to be awesome by association, Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't love the cake pops from the bakery on the corner of Main Street. Looked good, but tasted weird. And the big Nutella cookies with uh, with ears were a bit stale this time, sadly. Oof. The parks are open late now and busy due to Easter. So a chilled morning enjoying the park. It's a pretty. It's so pretty in the spring. Then a trip back to Camp Davy early afternoon for a nana nap before going back to ride with much shorter wait times and enough energy to see the shows. Nana-nap. Laura calls them nana naps. <laughs> this guy, king of nana naps. I, I am a nana. <laughs> uh, if anyone doesn't know what a nana is, it's a grandma. I love a grandma. Or a granny. Yeah. Or a grom. A grom. Yeah, that's what. what wow, he's one of those people who can just fall asleep in situ. So if he's just sitting watching a TV show, he'll just go, and he's fast asleep. I can't do it. I'm good at sleeping. Gam gam <laughs> gam 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 gam. The annual passes are frozen at the moment, but as we have active passes and expire within the next few months, we were allowed to renew at the old price with a 15% discount. Magic Plus 275 pounds is worth every penny. Don't rub it in. Oh. These two will not be happy. <laughs> We're all living the new Marvel land and worth the stress of quick, quickest finger and booking a slot at the training academy. Great interactions with Thor and loved watching the Star-Lord dance show. Uh, Frozen land is coming along nicely and will make the studios a real must. Lots more trips in the planning already, so we'll be back real soon. Real soon. <laughs> to our happy place, Helen and Sarah. Now, oh, look thanks. at that. That's a great length report, that. <laughs> look Perfect. At look at it. Perfect. <laughs> thanks, I've, Sarah. I've just remembered Ooh. that when we go in August, we're going with a, a Spider-Man super fan who has never been to Avengers Campus. Ooh. And that's going to be, mm. that's going to be special. It's going to blow his little mind. It really is. And I'm I'm, all, I'm really looking forward. I've got such pain in my wrists. and I'm, But I'm really looking forward to doing... The um, web slingers. Yeah. Chris, we had a good question from Lauren today. Have you got that on, on your list of things to do today? Do you know, I, I do have it on my list of things Well, I've, to I've do. got it here. Oh, you've got it there? Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead and ask it. Uh, but you don't know if you had something else lined up. No, no I've got the trip reports, but by all means, throw this in. Well, Lauren, today, uh, was yesterday, uh, sent us a question, which was, what are your favourite Disneyland Paris and Disney World vloggers, and how helpful are they at planning a trip? Now, They're this, all rubbish. This is the thing because we like a lot of vloggers, but some of them aren't very information heavy. Mm-hmm. And some of them are information heavy, but it's, it's not the specific information you need, which is why stay tuned to us. <laughs> um, we, we magazine it all. We like Sam for God and yeah. Magical by Sarah for Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the main ones we watch for Paris, I think. Other people who've done Paris do other things. Justin Scard of Wonder... Random Land. Random Land, thank you. Justin's <laughs> Justin Scard of Random Land, I think his YouTube channel's called Random Land, is um does some really good videos. But he's just been to Disneyland Paris a couple of times. He's got like five videos up, but they are really good. Um now with Walt Disney World, we watch a lot, don't we? Yeah, I find All Ears and Mammoth Club um are very good for information. Yes. Like nitty gritty stuff and very good for um, resort tours uh, yes as is Paging Mr. Morrow is good for a resort tour yes um, <laughs> the contribution is outstanding Lucy <laughs> um, well um, I will say Pamela says Lucy has the best tips she does have good tips oh, thank I agree. you uh, this is this is kind that was not dirty <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a compliment um but Mr. Uh, Page and Mr. Mo- we watch Page and Mr. Morrow a lot. We are big fans. However, I will say he likes 
everything to the point where it's not as informative as you'd like because sometimes you want to know where you know when things get busy mm. or if that's not very good or if this show and, you know what i mean and it's not because and he just likes everything it's not because he's like a chill it's because he um he's just sunshiny his person. whole like yeah his whole reason for doing these videos is to spread positivity so he just went to the new toy story uh, land restaurant and uh, he said, I'm not going to review it now because uh, they're just getting started. You know, and he's worked in restaurants. So he, mm. he's kind of cut him some slack. Whereas we would just be like, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we, we're basically, we're not full-time vloggers. We're just people who go there for pleasure and we will just say what comes out of our mouths. <laughs> it, it, dep- it depends the, what information you want. If you want like mm. park operational information, Mickey Views is our favourite, isn't it? Yeah, he's like a, a news show and he's very, very well informed. Braden. Braden. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, I, th- I think Disney Food Blog... When he's not having to go at people for using a certain style of arrow on their thumbnails. Oh, that's a different thing. He had a spat with someone else that we like. DSNY Newscast. DSNY Newscast. <laughs> DSNY Newscast, I really like because he does all Disney. So he mm. does movies, Disneyland Paris, American Parks. Um, it does corporate stuff. And I'm into all of that. So I recommend DSNY Newscast. Um, what was I just saying? Oh, yeah. But for actual trip planning, I would say Disney Food Blog, All Years and Mammoth Club are the best for actually telling you stuff you need to know, like how to use Genie Plus and stuff like that. And then Disneyland Paris, um, Sam for God, and Magical by Sarah. And I, li- I like to see you on Main Street as well. Um, I don't, I don't know if they've done much recently because I, I, I watch them a lot more like pre-COVID, mm. so I've, I've not watched a lot of them recently. But they're, they're really, like seem like a really nice couple, and mm. I would quite like watching their shows. Um, the other thing is, if you like, if if you want to see what the rides are like, I know a lot of people don't, but if you mm. do want to, DLP Welcome do 4K walkthroughs of pretty much every ride which is mm. quite a, a useful way if you want to know whether it's going to be scary or not obviously on the dark roller coasters you don't see a lot but um that's kind of what it's like when you go on them as well yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. but yeah magical by sarah as well just just to go on what you were saying about um about resort tours and things her room tours are fantastic and her reviews in the restaurants and things are, are brilliant as well so if you want to know the detail about various different places in dlp she's definitely one to go and look at and while we're recommending things, did you listen to Chat Disney? Um, they had Nathan Firesheets on, oh, who, yeah. also known oh, as a, yeah. a, a coaster story, at <clears throat> underscore coaster underscore story, who did the 12 parks uh, in 12 days challenge where he rode every operational, every ride that's in operation at the parks. And um, uh, I, I forgot this. Uh, this kind of got lost um, in, in, the, in the whole thing. But um, Chat Disney actually kind of made that take off because uh, Mercedes' sister was in the park and randomly was queuing up behind him and he had the sign on his bag and the sign was only on his bag for one day because it got wet so <laughs> so this random chance she sent the picture to Mercedes and Mercedes uh, uh, tweeted it and then uh, it kind of kicked off so she had him on the uh, uh, her, her and um, Tash, Tash had, had him on the show the other day um, and it's a really good interview and the stuff about um, Sequoia Lodge was like eye-opening. He said it's like the worst, one of the worst rooms he's ever stayed in uh, <laughs> on, 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 in a Disney park. Oh, dear. Because uh, he was using a floor plug and um, it was attached, it was connected to the lights. So all, all the stuff that he had to keep charged for this challenge. Um, listen listen to the um, <laughs> Can I rec- ch- chat Disney.co.uk. D- Did we mention that last week or the week before? We, we were, ta- a weeks ago, we were yeah, talking yeah. about the plugs in Sequoia because if you unplug the standard lamp to use that lamp, it's... It's atta- on the light circuit. So yeah. when you turn the lights off, you turn the plug off. Yeah. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Yeah. What are people in the chat saying about things to watch? Probably loads of things uh, of... Uh, Gareth Pierce. We're going to go away and be like, oh, I didn't know. Um, wants to recommend Theme Park Worldwide. They do parks in UK, France and US. I've watched and a give bit of them, yeah. yeah. Cool. I don't think I have, but I will keep an eye out for them. Um, oh, who is it? Sorry, there's somebody else I like and I can't think. He does like hmm. more informational videos. I'm going to try and look him up while we're doing this. Um, sorry. What, for Paris or Disney World? Uh, Disney World, Disneyland. Oh, do you mean the... the Annie Stars, has, Emma Sylvester says Annie Stars has got lots of great Walt Disney World vlogs too. 
Cool. Are you talking about these these stats guy that you like? No. Uh, maybe. <laughs> which which stats which which stats guy? There's do a, I like? this guy you used, used to watch. He's like uh, he just does like nerdy stats. Probably. Yeah. Have you forgot, forgot what the channel's called? Yeah. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. With the uh, with five minutes to go, shall I do another trip report? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we also like the Diz. That that's uh, Florida mostly. So I'm gonna I'm going to read I've, I have two other trip reports but I think I'll have to wait till next week now but I'm going to read Scottish Claire's trip report. Ooh. Scottish Claire's been to DLP. Offhand Disney. Continue. <laughs> Hi gang, says Claire. Wanted to share just a few highlights from our recent trip to DLP. We flew EasyJet from Edinburgh to Charles de Gaulle and stayed in Sequoia Lodge. The parks were full each day and very busy, but as my daughter qualifies for Priority Pass, we weren't too worried by the crowds and had a great time. These are, oh, I like it when they do this. Claire's, Scottish Claire's put headings. <laughs> Best surprise of the trip. We walked up Liberty Arcade and turned left along the covered walkway towards Big Thunder Mountain. A stage door opened and we bumped into Stitch, who gave my daughter Beth a big hug. It was kind of... It was kind of... Oh. <laughs> so I read this as... It was kind of Stitch to stop, but what she meant... What I, it was kind of Stitch to stop and spend a few moments with us before heading off to his meet. Just lucky timing and made our day. My word, Aww. that took a bit of effort getting my teeth around that. <laughs> Time that made me think of the 37DS gang. We headed off on Car's road trip, <laughs> only for the driver to announce there was an un petit problème avec l'audiovisual. Oh, sure no. enough, we crawled around in silence with the screen blank, and the ride was essentially a trip in an airport bus oh, with man. a visit, visit to Catastrophe Canyon at the end. I don't think you missed out too much. <laughs> that's, that's like an improvement. Well, there's not a lot going on anyway, is there? That's <laughs> even less. It gets better. After a couple of minutes to break the silence, the driver asked, anyone know any good tunes? I thought to myself, I bet Chris could fix the audio and visuals. <laughs> and if he couldn't, the gang could just get a sing-along going. Yeah. <laughs> Top tip, tax reclaim. We didn't spend a fortune on merch, but I thought I'd try, on, I'd try out the tax reclaim process to see how it worked. I gathered up my receipts and took them to the Disney fashion store in the village. They had a till there dedicated to tax reclaim. I had to present my receipts along with my passport and they asked for my email address and credit card details. I was given a form with a barcode. At the airport, the tax reclaim area was well signposted and I just had to scan the form and posted it in a box. The tax was credited to my account after a few days, a refund of £16.73 on a spend of €167, so around 10%. The process was quick and easy and I'd definitely do it again. Well, there you go. Disney fashion has a a tax place. That's a good tip. It's good to know that, isn't it? That is a good tip. Yeah. Avengers power the night and Disney delight Disney dreams in one night yes you can if you're wondering if you can catch the nighttime shows in both parks in one night shouldn't this be in a Scottish accent yes you can on the first night we tried to watch power of the night with drones weren't flying for no obvious reasons the weather was calm I don't know what that is <laughs> with just the pro- with just the projections Tower of Terror oh, and God. a few fireworks the show didn't make much sense so we gave up and went back to the hotel on the second night the drones are flying past and we stay on the outside of the crowd for power of the night ready to make a quick getaway is it rela- am I relaxing into this yeah you are yeah, yeah. yeah. okay good uh, our view was fine and as soon as the show finished we joined a stream of people making their way to Disneyland Park there was a bit of a queue to get in, but once through the gates, we headed up Discovery Arcade and found a great spot between uh, Plaza Gardens and the entrance to Discoveryland. Mm. Even though the park was busy, we only arrived about 20 minutes before the show started. Our view was great and not too crowded. That's a popular area, yeah, isn't it? But it's all popular. But uh, we often end up scratching about in there, don't we? I, do you know what? I was so busy listening area. to his accent, I wasn't listening to what he was actually saying. <laughs> I was listening. <clears throat> Ethical dilemma. We didn't have a meal plan, but oh, booked no. a few restaurants through the DLP app. I've dropped it oh, now, yeah, by the way. Good. The accent is gone. For me, my husband and our two girls, aged 15 and 12. Our first was Pim Kitchen, where the waiter charged us for three adults and a child. Next was Downtown at Hotel New York, where the waiter asked how old the girls were. I answered honestly. I know, I know Disney class a 12-year-old as an adult, and I was worried to be caught out in a fib if I lied. 
The waiter looked at me like I was daft, and I realised then that presumably no one is aged 12 to 14 at Disney Buffet, and kids just stay uh, stay age 11 for three years, so until they emerge as a strapping 15-year-old. Our final meal was at Hunter's Grill at Sequoia Lodge. Again, the waitress asked how old the kids were, and again, I couldn't bring myself to lie. I, re- <laughs> I received the same more-money-than-sense look from the waitress. So my question to the group is... Was I a mug? Should I have pretended my youngest was 11 to save a few euros? Or is it always best to tell the truth? It's, I you see, I would have done what you did. Same. But then I would I would have agonised over it and thought about it and banged my head against the table and kicked myself. But in the end, I just can't bring myself to like look them in the eye and say it. Do you have like family mantras? Like we've got three sayings, which are the rains always pay the way. The rains are always on time. And the rains always order way too much tapas. But the, <laughs> the first one was, we always pay our way. So, like, uh, when I was taking Bonnie on the bus, when she was getting into paying age, I'd say one, one and a half. And they go, how old is she? And I'd say, well, she's five. And they'd go, uh, no. And I didn't like it when they did that. I, mm. I liked paying my way. Mm. So um, I agree. I don't think you're a mug at all. I think um, you did the honest thing. You're a good, and honest person. It's to, and we love it's that. to be commended in yes. this world. However... When the My Disney Experience app automatically added my 20% DVC discount, even though I knew I wasn't entitled to it as a resale member, I didn't correct anyone. Well, what are you going to mm. do in that case? So, you know, yeah. Are you going to go, sorry, because um, the, the, they'll have no system for you to give to, them that money. To take a discount off oh, that has been automatically... Mm. Yes, please. I was just offering more drink to any listeners who wonder why Chris said, hmm. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm doing this backhanded so yeah, here. here I th- we we really respect what you did. Not everyone would have done, but we respect what you did. Yeah, absolutely. Kira is saying lie. <laughs> 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 Yuck, you've flown that flag high there, Kira. <laughs> lie. <laughs> well, she's not written it in block capitals. <laughs> it, it is. There's an exclamation mark. <laughs> um, my mum did it when I was a kid in Disney World where adulthood started at 10 yeah that's going to be tough we're, we're going to squeeze in one more Disney World trip before Bonnie jumps I haven't that finished. milestone no, no. sorry go on I've nearly finished thank you <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you're finished <laughs> Uh, we don't have another DLP trip booked and think we will probably wait while, uh, wait a while until the village renovations are well underway and Frozen Land has opened. Meantime, we'll keep listening and filling our tiki cup every Sunday night. Thanks for everything. Aww. Scottish Claire. Thanks, Scottish Claire. That was a lovely there report. And we've got two more for next week. And we apologise for the offensive accent, which is my idea, but Chris uh, didn't it refuse. It wasn't that <laughs> It would have been worse I, if I'd done it. Went it a bit, it would have been um, Nicholas Cage doing it, doing it if I'd done it. It went a bit glom gold. Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst thing. That Ducktales, get it watched. The new, the new Ducktales is brilliant, but what's he called? Something Glomgold. Mm, yeah. uh, is terrible accent. I, the thing Scottish is, Scottish Claire says your accent was great. I, I, I learned to do a Scottish accent reading Irving Welsh books because you have to read an Irving yeah. Welsh book in a Scottish accent. And then I didn't do that for ages. And whenever I do accents or voices, I'm very nervous about it because I'm not very good at it. So if I if I was to speak with a Scottish accent for about 40 minutes before the show started, then yeah. I'd be relaxed enough into it and I'd be able to do it fairly comfortably. Mm. But to do it off cuff like that, I just can't. thing is with Scotland as well is there's several regional Scottish mm. accents as well. Like Glaswegian is very different to Edinburgh. Well, I was told I was somewhere between north. Glasgow, <laughs> Glasgow yeah. and Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. You're perfectly hitting a, 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 a certain <laughs> village Someone, between the two. Someone I used to work with actually told me where, where my accent came from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got mine from uh, watching The Limmy Show. Or just oh, yeah. Limmy in general, Limmy. you know, sort yeah. of. Uh, had you had you got above the cadet? I can't. I can't understand half of that <laughs> show. I got it for blue. I got it for blue. I, I, but you, you didn't get it for blue. I, I did. That's a hang though. <laughs> I'm freaking out right away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just conscious. We need to finish the show. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, so it's I, time. It's time. I, can Stop I do a quick? Me laugh, can I do a quick plugity plug? Um, we're going to go and do the um, Extra Magic Time show now for our Patreon listeners. And uh, we've started, uh, our, our vault is now open, well, it's, it's ready to be opened. So everybody who is a Patreon um, subscriber gets an opportunity once a week to to have a guess at how many sumtums we have in a basket. <laughs> and if they get the number of sumtums right, they win a prize. They don't win the sumtums, though. Uh, Bonnie thought I was giving them away. 
Uh, and we, we got a little, we got a little <laughs> lip wobble she like, uh, when she uh, thought uh, that. Uh, so what's happening with us? Oh, not, not, <laughs> they're not the prize. So today, Craig Shortland um, has sent in the guest, and we will ah. be looking at that. Um, and he could win. Do you want to know what he could win? I just think I feel like sharing it. Yeah. He could win um, a, a Marvel board game, a Disney uh, Snow White Funko board game, a Mickey Mouse and a Minnie Mouse Lego set, and a 50th anniversary soap dispenser at the moment is in the vault with other things to be added as well. So if, if he gets it right, he'll win that stuff. If he doesn't get it right, someone else will have a chance next week, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and also what we're doing next week on on that show, we are reviewing uh, Return to Oz. Yes, on our classics show, we are, which will be um, recorded live in front of the Patreon crowd after this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it'll go out as a regular podcast to all you regular podcast listeners, um, so you'll get an opportunity to have a listen to a, a new classics in inverted commas episode. That's that's all I wanted to say. Just that stuff. I'm keeping in it. Yep. Good. That's it, Lucy. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. I've been That's Lucy. It. These have been the boys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.